Welcome to How to Build Tent, the podcast on how to make you successful. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for subscribing, listening to the show, sharing the show with a friend. For all of the feedback yesterday from our interview with Angela Mater, she started a company, scaled a company, and sold a company. And she is so encouraging. She has such a positive message. And I just got a lot of great feedback of how motivated you were from hearing that show or watching that show. So I really appreciate your feedback. Thank you for listening and letting us know that. It's really encouraging for even our guests to hear that they've been impactful in helping people. We are part of the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Go over to flfnetwork.com, put in HTBT in a memo field. You'll get a 15-ounce mug that says HTBT, how to build a tent. Great conversation starter. And you'll get tons of other great benefits. But most of all, you'll be coming alongside of us as we proclaim the lordship of Jesus in every area of life. Email me, Matt, at howtobuildatent.com. Find me on all the social media sites, How to Build a Tent. We are going to talk about today two different things. One, I want to talk about uh, Maha Rushi. And a lot of you have heard that he has advanced lung cancer. And that just really hit me hard. And I want to kind of talk about that because, in my opinion, every single podcaster that is conservative and maybe even Christian podcasting, and definitely every conservative who has been on the radio owes Rush Limbaugh for where they are in life and the way that he has paved things forward. He is the Steve Jobs of talk radio. He is the one who transformed an industry. And he was somebody who was instrumental while I was growing up in high school and college, shaping my perspectives on things, giving me permission to be bold back then and how to articulate arguments and not just go with the status quo. But we'll get into that in a second. First, I want to talk about Kingsman Grooming Pros. Go over to kingsmangroomingpros.com. They are a Christian company that sells beard products, oils, bombs, hair products, leather products, things that you use all the time. So put those products that you're using down. Go over to kingsmanpros.com, kingsmangroomingpros.com. And support a Christian company by buying products you already use, but buying them from them to upgrading your products because they're the best quality out there. They're my favorite products. I use them all the time. This beard is brought to you by Kingsman Grooming Bros. And you get 10% off when you put HTBT in the drop down. Support a Christian company, get better quality products, and get 10% off when you use HTBT. It's a win, win, win. So go over and do that. We moved Reform Jellicle from Wednesday nights to Thursday nights. That's with AD Robles. We have a special guest. You don't want to miss that show that's going to come up. So consider joining us 8.30 p.m. Eastern time for that. All right. So Rush Limbaugh, the conservative talk show host. He's the self-described. I'm reading this from PolitiFact, who loves to fact check him with mostly false, false pants on fire. The fact checkers are, you know, over the top crazy he self-describes himself as the american truth detector the doctor of democracy the most dangerous man in america the all-knowing the all-sensing and all everything maha rushi defender of motherhood protector of fatherhood and all-around good guy and that's all in quotes because that's how he, he describes himself and that is one of the things that really helped me in my life and my personality is i He's obviously joking. He seems to me to be honestly a pretty humble guy, but a confident guy nonetheless. 
And yes, those things do work together and can be in unison. You can be humble and confident at the same time. And that is where I started to realize that myself is it wasn't a trade-off between being prideful and being meek and mild and, you know, humble and never saying any positive attributes about yourself because hasn't God all made us with positive attributes, images of himself, given us things to bring him glory. And sometimes we get a false humility where we feel like we can't say what we're good at and we can't talk with confidence, that we can't assert our positions, that we can't say things with surety and have a firm, resolute manner about us because we got to be the humble, you know. And he was really helpful in that regard. And if you don't know, really, I mean, he's been around for 30 consecutive years of syndication, 30 years on multiple radio stations. That is a legacy. And he has 25 million listeners a month. 25 million listeners a month. The influence that this man has spread is uncalculable. And like I said, any podcast you listen to, any radio station that you listen to that is conservative, you should thank Rush Limbaugh for that because he paved the way when there was no conservative media, when there was no one that would go up against the news networks, that would go against the newspapers. People were in fear. People, conservatives were scared to voice their opinions because the intellectuals didn't agree with you. So, oh, I can't dis, you know disagree with the intellectual. He couldn't do it. But Rush Limbaugh paved that way. He didn't finish college. Let's see, he's 69 years old, lives in Florida, whoop, whoop, married, dropped out of Southeastern Missouri State University. The farthest thing from an intellectual, but the closest thing to the American dream of working hard, finding a niche, developing his brand. I mean, he lives rent-free. And people's. I mean, how many quotes do I use that are of his? And I bring this up to be further encouraging to you from yesterday's show of that we have the opportunity to be influential, maybe not a Rush Limbaugh, but God has put us in individuals' lives, in spheres of authority, in different cultures. And I'm not just talking about, you know, what the public talks about, what our culture talks about today of, you know, the ethnic cultures. I'm talking about your work culture, your family culture, your friends culture, all these cultures, your sports teams cultures. We are put in these places to be influential. And you know Rush has been successful, not just because he makes, I don't know, what is it? I think it was one time he was making like $30 million a year or $100 million a year, something crazy like that. He's pretty well off. And it's not that he's been around for 30 years, but you know he's effectual, you know he's effective and... um. What's the word I was looking for? You know, he's been successful. That's the word. Effective and successful because of how many people hate him. And that was another thing that was freeing for me is seeing him is how much people hated Rush Limbaugh. How many times people took him out of context. How many times people bared false witness about him. How many times people would rail against him who never watched his show because he was effective. 
And he brought change in a lot of ways. He was the one who brought change, not Obama. Obama brought back the old bitter resentment and division. And I was just thinking about it. Man, I want to live a life. I want to be used by God. I want to be so good at my craft. I want to make such a change. I want to make such uh, a difference. I want to stand up to evil. I want to stand up to this world. I want to portray. I want to push forward the narrative, the objectives of Christ in such a way that I am hated as much or more than this man. We should all as Christians live in a way where we're hated as much as this man. And we shouldn't fear it at the same time. That's the other thing is how he carried himself and how he handled himself and how he spoke and how he, and it didn't even seem this way from what he said, but just how he carried on selflessly and continued on. Like how much pressure did he have? How much resistance has he had in his career from people that were against him, that hated him, but he pushed on. And because he had a vision, he had an understanding and he ties it back to the American dream. I think he's a Christian. He says he's a Christian. He doesn't really portray it that much. He doesn't think that he should be articulating it. I mean, he does talk about it when it comes up, but he doesn't really push forward as much as like the Philo Feast Network does. So that's for sure. But he has a vision and he was able to do it in the face of resistance. The greatest attacks. I mean, he outlived... <laughs> <laughs> the Clinton political careers. <laughs> if anyone was going to, you know, was going to put a put a job out on the guy. I'm just kidding. That's not happening. It would be the Clintons, right? It would be Clintons. But I just want to remember this guy. Let's pray for him. I, I don't idolize him, honestly, but he was influential in my life. And he was influential in your life if you're listening to this show or any other conservative because a uh, conservative radio podcast, because we would not have been here. We would not have been what we are today without this man. So praying for him. I hope he can recover. I mean, he does have access to the best medical care. That's for sure. Um, advanced lung cancer, man. Hopefully he tries out that, uh, that cancer treatment we were talking about in all previous shows in England. All right. So we're going to get into using the opportunities you have using the advantages, the privileges, yes. Yes, you should use your privilege. And yes, privilege is a good thing. And yes, you should be using all of the opportunities you get in this life. Because life is freaking hard. And if you don't use the opportunities, kind of like what we were talking about yesterday with Angela, that if you don't use those opportunities, then you're going to be left behind because other people are going to take advantage of those and you want to do them as well. But before, well, I said a blah, blah, blah. Before we do that, we got to talk to you about our sponsors, faithfulcounseling.com slash HTBT. They are 3,000 licensed counselors across the United States that specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, sleeping issues, relationships, grief, anger, family conflict. If you need somebody and you need to talk to somebody, this is a great resource for you. You can communicate with them through text, through chat, through webcam, phone, 24 hours a day, through your desktop, mobile web, Android, iOS apps. You can schedule video and phone sessions. They're usually weekly with a therapist. You're safe, secure, professional, and affordable, and faith-based. Best of all, it's affordable when you put in the discount or you follow the link, it should say. Faithfulcounseling.com slash HTBT. Faithfulcounseling.com slash HTBT. 
Simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the counselor you'll love. It's faithfulcounseling.com slash HDBT. Give them a try today. If you need to talk to somebody, if you're looking for solutions, if you're looking for help, give them a call. Faithfulcounseling.com slash HTBT. So I go to the YouTube from time and time again and look for what people are searching for, you know, looking for what Google auto completes for you to see what is really popular. And one thing I came across that was interesting to me is that Ted Cruz has a podcast. I'm going to type this up right here. It's called The Verdict or Verdict Podcast. Ted Cruz, The Verdict Podcast. And what's the most amazing thing about this is that it is the most popular podcast around right now. Ted Cruz. People would not say that Ted Cruz has, you know, the best personality. They wouldn't say that he's like the best camera presence person. Uh, I like Ted Cruz. I was going to vote for him. He does have some quirks about him that it seemed kind of like, you know, uppity and whatnot. But but what did he do? He cashed in on his name recognition, which politicians are great at, right? And the opportunity that presented itself. So what he's doing, if you haven't heard about it, is he decided that after the trial of every day of the trial, he was going to go to a studio and he was going to record, from how he puts it, the facts of what happened in Congress that day with the impeachment trial. And it's turned out to be one of the most popular podcasts around right now. Now think about this. He could have done what a lot of other senators did and just check in, do what was required of you, go home, go out to eat, go do whatever senators do after Congress is closed. But he decided to make a sacrifice. He could have went home with his family. He could have gone out with his peers. He could have gone out and done a many other things. But he took the time to sacrifice to go do this daily. It took work. It took um, initiative. It took him going above and beyond his normal tasks. And combined with using his brand, Ted Cruz, his image, his notoriety, and the circumstances he found himself in, putting those three things together created one of the most successful podcasts overnight. One of the most listened to podcasts overnight. Now, you better believe, and I hope you, and if someone is working with Ted Cruz should know this, that after this is over, he needs to continue doing this. He needs to use this and propel him to his, you know, his next campaign and whatever his future endeavors are with politics or whatever he does, that this has created a building block for him to leverage and to use in the future. And it came about because he saw an opportunity. Maybe a staffer brought it up to him. Maybe he, it was his own idea. And he was willing to put in the work. Now, again, just like with Rush Limbaugh, not all of us are going to be a Ted Cruz. Not all of us are going to have the notoriety. Not all of us are going to have the privileges and the opportunities that he has. But we all have privileges and opportunity. And we have all some sort of recognition, brand image, so many different things that we can take advantage of and leverage to use. We shouldn't cower away from our privileges. We shouldn't cower away from our opportunities, but we need to use them because this life is hard enough. (laughs) And I think I said that already, but it bears repeating. Life is hard enough as is to not take advantage of the opportunities 
that are presented to you, that God provides for us. And we should explore them. We should invest in them if we feel that's where God wants us. Obviously, I'm not saying we're going to be immoral. I'm not saying we're taking advantage of people. I'm not saying any of those things. Obviously, we're assuming that we're acting morally, that we're acting obedient to Christ. But we should be walking and stepping into those opportunities that God provides for us because who knows what he's going to do? Did Ted Cruz think he was going to have the most popular podcast over Joe Rogan? No, but he did. And God has used it. And who knows what is going to come of this? And I want you to remember that is just, <laughs> I've been watching the office a lot lately. My, even my, you know, my kid under two loves the office. He loves the song. He starts dancing when he hears it. song. Like Michael Scott white writes on the whiteboard. You miss a hundred percent of the shots. You don't take Wayne Gretzky and then dash Michael Scott. You, I don't know about you, but for me, one of the greatest fears in my life is living with regret. And I know I shouldn't have fear. I should be, you know, perfect love cast out all fear as a Christian. I shouldn't do that. I just need to worry about obedience. But, you know, it's still, I mean, maybe it's a personality trait. I don't know what it is. But I don't want to get to 80, 90 years old and look back and think, man, I could have served God better. Or, man, I could have taken advantage of the opportunities that God presented me. People will always, or not always, but sometimes, I should say, that people will say, man, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how, how you do as much as you do. I don't know how you have time for all these things. And honestly, it's a lot of prioritizing. It's a lot of support for my family. But it's the reason that I want to do it is I want to make the most of this time. I want to make the most of this life. I don't know if tomorrow I'm going to be diagnosed with advanced lung cancer. I don't know if somebody is going to come around and my life's just going to end from violence or from just natural causes. We're not guaranteed anything. And I want to make the most of this opportunity for my family, for the people in my spheres of influence, for you, my listeners, for the people I work with, for the people that I help consult and build up and support. I want you guys to be blessed for the glory of God because this time is short. We need to redeem these times. They're not only evil, but they're short. The days are evil. I think that's what the verse says. And so I want to take advantage of all the opportunities God gives us. Trust him with the results, but I want to be diligently serving him in all of the ways that he has asked me to do it and the ways he's given me opportunities to do it. I want to make the most of this podcast. I want to make the most of being behind this microphone, not for myself, not for my glory, but for you and for God's glory that he may be glorified with you starting your 250 businesses for you guys being independent for you coming out of debt, starting new companies, feeding multiple families, providing for your church families. That's what happens when you take advantage of what God has given you. That's what happens when you take care of, or when you take advantage of the privilege and the opportunities you have. There's so much in this world, and I don't even know how I got on this, honestly. So many times we are demonized for the opportunities we have in this life. We're in America. We're blessed. Well, most of us are in America. A lot of people listen to this podcast around the country. I love you guys, too. In some measure, we have been giving, we've been blessed because we have the breath of life in us. God has breathed into us today, and he has given us something to accomplish and do, and there's purpose. And who are we to pass it up? Who are we to take for granted the opportunities God has given us? 
May we repent of those things. May we stop living guilt and guilt that I have been given so much that other people haven't. May we take hold of those opportunities and leverage them and use them not for ourselves, not for our glory, but for blessing others. For blessing others for the glory of God. So let's go out and be successful to do that. And we'll talk to you next time. God bless.